Chris, wow, welcome to Washington DC. But first of all, what an amazing year you've had so far. Congratulations on everything. It's been a whirlwind for you. How has it felt emotionally? Uh, you know, emotionally, it's, it's, it's been a little bit all over the place, but I think I'm kind of settling in now. I'm kind of being used to, um, I guess, the extra attention that I'm receiving, which, which has been a, a bit different than I'm accustomed to. But I'll, like I say, it, it's, it's a really good thing and a really cool thing to be able to experience. So I, I'm happy with it. I'm hoping to continue it. I don't want it to just be, you know, a flash in the pan. I want to make this a pretty consistent thing and I'm looking forward to it. We, you've had such consistent results, but everything has happened so fast. And coming home after that great Wimbledon run, what what was that first experience when you stepped back on the U.S. soil for you? Uh, it's funny, I stepped back in the U.S. soil and I got asked for pictures in the customs line as I'm trying to just uh, get my passport. So that, that was that was kind of a, a warning, I think, of what, what was going to be to come just because going out in Atlanta, whether it's grocery shopping or um, even I knew going back to tech when I was started up working out, it'd be a little bit different. Um, but I think I'm, I'm kind of getting adjusted to it and getting used to it. But it's been very, very different throughout the city of Atlanta. So many people have told me that they follow, they, they, they really enjoy watching Wimbledon, and they hope I continue to do so. So that's, uh, that was great, and I hope I can make them proud. You, you mentioned the attention, and sometimes that can be overwhelming at times, but you seem to have embraced it so naturally. Is that something that you, you visualized, or how were you able uh, to do that? I don't know if I would say it was vis visualization, more so than just understanding what kind of got me here and making sure that I keep the tennis the main focus and I keep the, the, the process that we've been working on and the training to be first and foremost. And then I just kind of just I've hit this stage in my career where as long as I'm doing that part of it correctly, whatever else happens, happens. And I think I'm just kind of allowing things to just kind of flow and go um, in the direction that they're going to go. Um, and I think that's kind of a new challenge for me in the past years because I wanted things to go well so bad. Sometimes I, I, my judgment got a little bit cloudy. But now it's just like, hey, if I'm doing the work on the court, when I step foot or work in the gym and on the practice court, when I step foot on the court, we're just going to go out there and see what happens. So I think that makes that takes the pressure off when there is extra attention and media stuff just because it's like, all right, I did my training this morning. I got in what I was supposed to. Now let's talk about it and just have a good time. And, and talk a little bit about, because you've had so many years where you've worked so hard in your career to get to this stage. Talk about that spurt coming now and what, what was the difference now for you? Uh, I think well, it, it makes it a lot sweeter now. I think I'd, I probably wouldn't have had the same appreciation for it if it had come at 21, 22, 23, but I think now being at 27, um, kind of started in Miami, so I'll, I'll give 26, 26 to 27. I think that's, it's just, it, it means a lot more and you appreciate it a lot more. And, and, and I think naturally players, when they ascend up, they want to stay there, but I think I really, really want to stay there now because I know what it's like in the lower levels and it's not nearly as, it's fun and, and, and it can be take a toll on you mentally. But I think one of the changes that I kind of had to make was just being a little bit more diligent about um, my stuff off the court. So my gym, my recovery, my sleep, my fitness, um, seeing the physios and doing all that extra stuff that I had seen players do on tour for years. Now I'm taking that stuff a little bit more seriously and I think it's almost like adding one or 2% here and there. And that can translate to some big results clearly. You mentioned quite a bit about the support that you've gotten from other players, whether former players or active players and, and family support. What has stood out to you the most or what's been the most impactful for you to have that confidence? Um, I think that getting the reception from my peers is probably the, the, one of the coolest things. It's cool to get, like I say, the, the, the love and the support from the casual you know, tennis fan throughout Atlanta as we're grocery shopping or just someone who just 
may not even know that much about tennis, but they like to follow my story. That's cool. But when you're out there and you're getting a lot of respect amongst your peers, I think that's probably the coolest because these are the same players that I see probably more than my family. These are the players that understand what it takes to get to that level, who understand what the challenges are like and how non-glamorous they can be. So I think for them to be, um, I guess, happy and, and, and supportive of, of what I've done over the past few months has really meant a lot and probably meant the most. And then gro growth for you in particular, when you look back at when you were a lot younger, say 10, 12 years ago, what do you feel like you're most proud of to get to this stage now? Um, probably the persistence that it took to get there, because I feel like it would have been very easy for me to kind of get stuck in that, you know, 150 to 200 range where things aren't as good and just kind of getting mentally just dejected and just questioning whether or not you're good enough. But just to kind of go through that for a while and have the persistence to stay um, and to continue to stay, you know, engaged and locked in and, and, and striving for a goal, I think that's probably the thing that I, you know, 10 years ago, me at 17 probably be the most proud of. Um, and I, obviously the, the fact that I'm even sitting in this position now uh, at top 30, I think if you had told me that 10 years ago, I would have said there's no way in the world I would have been a top 30 player. But now it's like, wow, it's, you know, it's, it's there and, you know, there are other things that you can try for. I know. That's awesome. Congratulations. And so this, this swings a little bit different for you this year, right, coming into this U.S. Open series. Talk about what you're expecting of yourself and also how you're going to approach it now with all this new attention on you. Yeah, I think the, 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 the expectation of myself is that I'm just going to continue to stay consistent, like I said, with the small details, with making sure I'm still seeing the physios, I'm getting the massages, we're getting, you know, my practice on court, still con uh, consistently doing a little bit of individual work with my coach, staying um, consistent with my workouts in the gym. All of that stuff is going to be my primary focus because those are things that I can control. The outcome of the matches, there's a certain level of that that's not under my control. If I could come out and I could play somebody who just plays too good, they beat me, that's okay. I don't want to say it's okay, but it's as long as I've done the work that I was supposed to do to get there, I can walk off the court and hang my head high and say, all right, now let's go on to the next week. So I'm not really putting my, my expectations, I think, on winning or losing. It's more so, hey, am I staying consistent with these things that I said I was going to do? And if I do, whatever the results are, they're going to be. Uh, it's a great perspective. And also here playing doubles as yeah. well with Sebi Korda. Yeah, it's um, going to be fun. You, saw, you look excited about that. How Have you guys played together before? Uh, we actually have. We played yeah. together a couple times. We played together in a couple challengers uh, when Sebi was coming up through the ranks and he went on and shot on past me and got up to tour level pretty quickly. So we didn't really have any opportunities to play together again um, just because of the disparity with our rankings. But now we're, we're up there together and we can get in. So we wanted to try to bring it back. And what makes you a dangerous team, would you say? I mean, that kid's got one of the best backhands or some of the best returns in the world. I like to think that I can serve pretty well, so I think that combination amongst the two of us can really make us a tough team awesome. to beat. Awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations on everything. Of course, best of luck. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.